Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Real Estate Investing with Alex Deacon, the Deacon of Real Estate. Alex, how are you doing today? Good, sir. I'm doing good, brother. Give me fist pump. We're, we're, we're pounding Boom. it out today. We're yeah, pounding it out. Yeah, yeah. Sun's shining. The weather's getting better. Freaking spring is around the corner. I can't wait. It feels like it. Can't wait. Yeah, it, it feels does. like it. Hope we don't get that February blizzard like we tend to get slapped. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. So, uh, good sir, what are we speaking about this afternoon? I want to teach the uh, the average investor how to be lazy if you want to succeed. Look at that. You how want to talk that? about a catchphrase? All those couch potatoes, tune in. Start making money. Yep. Literally, tune in because that's probably what you do if you're a couch potato is tune in. So. Absolutely. Be lazy if you want to succeed. That's what we're going to go with today. Um I got that from a book called Rich Dad Poor Dad, and that's a very well-known book. It's an it's an easy read. Too. It's a good book. It's written by Robert Kiyosaki, and he has a whole series off of that. Um, and we're just going to kind of pick bits and pieces of of that saying today, and how that relates to real estate investing. How's that sound, Adam? That sounds great to me. Oh, good. I'm glad um, it sounds good to you. So the first question would be, how does it relate to real estate investing? Well, how it relates to real estate investing is the lazier you are, meaning so we're gonna we're gonna equate laziness to efficiency. Okay. So lazy means how well can you focus on the twenty percent? There's a there's a thing out there called the Pareto principle. It's an eighty twenty rule. It's actually a mathematician from from Italy many eons ago had come up with this eighty twenty rule where why is it that twenty percent of the population own eighty percent of all the wealth? You know, it's because that twenty percent focuses on the most important things. Mm-hmm. So that twenty percent's not checking their emails every five minutes. They're not responding to every email. They're not checking their Facebook page at work. They're not being distracted by this going on here. They're not distracted by that going on there because they're focused. So what being lazy is. In my opinion, it, as far as what Robert Kiyosaki meant is, surround yourself with with super bright people, people that are smarter than you, a good accountant, a good attorney, a good real estate agent, a good property manager. We talked about team building. We talked about it all the time because it's super critical. So unless you do that, just you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. So be late, be lazy. Surround yourself with people smarter than you who can advise you and take you in the right direction. Use your time focusing on what you do best, which whatever that may be. You might be good at the numbers side of things. You might not be good as a salesperson. Mm-hmm. So in that case, you need to partner up with someone who's maybe better at sales than you are. Right. Right. Always strengthen right. your weaknesses, and yeah. and then that way, and hopefully, you're finding someone that your your strength is their weakness, and then that that's the yes. ultimate partnership right there. So the lazier you are, or the more efficient you are, and the better you can manage people, manage your time, and focus, the more efficient you're going to be, so, and the more successful you're going to be. So I feel like what ultimately. you're saying is work smart, not hard. That is correct. That's exactly what I'm saying. You have to work smart. But you have to work hard too. Mm. That's where people lose it is when they read this book. And I've, I've had a couple friends read this book, and it, I think, it completely they took it. People, when you know, and I'm no different, right? I, I, when I read a book, I get out of it something different than you get out of it. Right. Correct. So I pull out maybe what I want to pull out of it. Mm-hmm. And I've had some friends read it, and they, they've kind of pulled out of it that being lazy meant being lazy. And it really doesn't. There's no way on on this 
in this world and the way society is that you're going to be lazy and succeed no, unless you're born awesome. into massive amounts of money right that's and that's that's a select few right and i wouldn't want to be in their shoes because i'd like to earn it right it, it makes it more you appreciate it more it just yeah you absolutely appreciate it more appreciate it when you have it you appreciate it when you don't have yes, it and the, the fun is the journey trying to achieve whatever your goal mm-hmm. is so how do we be lazy adam that's what we're going to talk about. Well, you find someone to do all your <clears throat> crap work that you don't want to do. No, um. <laughs> that's not a bad way of saying it, honestly. Because um, I, to be honest, I feel like I'm a fairly efficient person, mm-hmm. but I am absolutely hard on myself, and I know for sure I probably run every day at forty percent efficiency, and that sounds pretty low. But I bet the average Americans, at their job or whatever they're trying to do run less than that right you know 20 percent right. maybe 10 percent and I, I agree i think a, a big difference in real estate investing investing in general when you're in when you're working for yourself you realize how valuable your time is versus when you're on somebody else's dollar in a factory in a warehouse in a retail setting you know what i mean where mm-hmm. you you have to give more of yourself in this scenario to to get any kind of uh, kickback i think a good practice is and i've done this before is write down Every 15 minutes what you did for like a week. Okay. So every 15 minutes you stop and you write down, what did you do for that 15 minutes? Then I've done it before and at the end of the day I'm like, holy smokes, I got nothing done today. I literally got nothing done today. And I wrote down everything that I did. Because it's interruptions, I let the phone ring, I pick up the phone. And instead of blocking my time and saying, look, from 7.30 to 8.30 I am on this task mm-hmm. from 8.30 to eight to 9.30 I'm on this task mm-hmm. uh, maybe I take a 15 minute break and then I'm on to this task and that's the way you need to run your life because you want to get home and you want to enjoy your family and you want to have balance yes and, and to have yeah. balance you need structure and you, and you really do you, it, there's to piggyback off that, I think there's a lot of us that we get into a thing where, like you said, every morning you wake up, check the MLS, you, you know, there's a morning routine that you have mm-hmm. before you get to the office, yeah. and we do our thing, then we kind of go home, and you realize how much more you get done in a day when you block your time off. You know, I'll wake up, I, I, I just, I know that if I can have dinner on the table, dishes done, things like that, I've had a really good day and I got everything done I needed to. You know, so I usually base it by that, and that's mm-hmm. that's success in my mind. If like yeah. I could cook for my family at the end of the day, mm-hmm. but if I didn't block off time, I would I would never hit that goal. And there's not a day out of the week that I would hit that goal, and I ideally have to look at it with with my daughter, with you know different things because my daughter's yeah. homeschooled. So I can factor in my daughter with what I do work wise, with what I do, and I do everything is blocked off in hours. So I, I absolutely see where where you're coming from with that. You know what I notice is when I have a really good efficient day, it could be ten hours of of work. At the end of the day, I have more energy. Yes, sir. And it's the yep. days that I'm chasing my tail and I get nothing done. It's when the days I just want to go home and literally zombie in front of the television. See, I think it's the adrenaline effect, right? It is. It, it's it, Success begets success. So mm-hmm. the more successful you are, the the more success comes to you. And it's just no different than the more efficient you are, the more you get done, it charges you up. Mm-hmm. You know? It's almost like one of those where, I mean, I hate to use this as an analogy, but it's almost like when you're hitting on the craps table. You know, I mean, you keep going, you keep going. You don't want to leave because you're feeling good. You know, when you're having one of those efficient days, you don't want to stop working because you're because everything's just going so good, so good. But true. that's where the balance is also necessary, though. Very true. So, in, in order to be lazy, you really have to actually have a super work ethic. 
okay? Um, you always have to sprinkle in the balance side of it. You know, you just don't want to work 12, 14 hours a day. I don't know who, who wants to do that. I mean, there are, there are a few people that, that it, it, that's just their life, you know? I used to. It's not worth it. Yeah. So anybody it's, it's out so there, it's not, not worth it. So what I do is, and I'm trying, and believe me, I am, like I told you, and I'm telling the listeners, I'm running at 40% efficiency. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I want to get to a point where I'm running at 80%. How do I do that? This is how I'm going to uh, explain it to our listeners and to you. And I'm going to try to start practicing, it, practicing this again as I've tried many, many, many times in the past. But one is block your time. You have to literally go through the whole week. If you probably spent... I've read some books where people spent like an hour or two. This guy would spend an hour or two every Sunday. Sunday evening was his hour or two. He would block his whole week out. And then that was it. He didn't have to think about where he was going next. He didn't have. He, he knew exactly where he was going. He got everything he needed to get done. And at the end of the week, he would review what he did that week. So he could improve on it. Okay? Like self-evaluation. I am so bad at that because I'm a guy that just likes to get up and do it. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm a reaction mm-hmm. type of right. person. That's my DNA. So for me to step back and plan is very difficult. But <coughs> knowing what I know now and at the age I'm at, I need to make better use of my time. Okay? I'll, I'll admit, I'm, I'm blocking your time, at least on my end, yeah. if I don't block my time... I, I, that's where like my anxiety just takes me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and if even a little thing throat like kind of tweaks my schedule, yeah, that's where I, I kind of get all my, the rest of my day is just, okay. And I think it's, it, you know how we always talk about we're creatures of habit. Yeah. We're total creatures of habit. And I think I'm noticing as I get older, I am absolutely that, that creature so of habit. I'm literally writing this down because I want my listeners to know that I am absolutely far from perfect yep. and I run at a very low efficiency and I want to be as efficient as the Bill Gates and um, the Richard Bransons mm-hmm. of the world, and the, you know, I want to be that efficient, right? Okay, right. so block your time. So, as far as real estate's concerned, if you're going to block time for real estate investing, what's the number one thing a real estate investor has to do? I hope you get this right because we talked about this all the time. Look for properties, yeah, good boy, mm-hmm. yeah. Number See, one, I'm learning. Number one, block your time, deal finding, okay. So that's either you're going to block your time either networking, maybe that's on some social media sites where you're constantly um, just reading blogs and following people and listening and tweeting and whatever they do. I'm very bad at social media, so but I'm starting to get good at it and I'm seeing how um, how helpful it is, mm-hmm. you know, and and how much of a powerful tool it can be. It is modern day. So any sort of networking, whether it's you're going pressing the flesh at a at a, a, a meeting once a week, meaning you're just shaking hands and handing out your business card, mm-hmm. or you're doing it online. You want to network. You want to find those deals. So you want, you need to block that time away to network. You need to block that time for what we called desktop analysis. Remember getting rich at home in your pajamas? Yep. That's if- sitting at home and analyzing properties mm-hmm. before you do anything. Because a bad use of your time is to get 10 properties that somebody sent to you and said, hey, these look like good deals. Jumping in your car, spending six hours driving through traffic, going through each house, getting home, and realizing that all 10 properties were a complete mm-hmm. waste of time. When you could spend 
And once you get really good at it, I can do 10 properties in 10 minutes sometimes. Okay? Okay. It just depends how well I know the area. Mm -hmm. It might take me an hour to do 10 properties, but I can do that all online. And I whittle that 10 properties down to maybe zero, so I spend an hour instead of six. Right. Or I got the I'll, same result. The <laughs> same result. Or I might do that little bit of research and whittle it down to two. And again, I'm saving hours because we only have so many hours in a week and so many days in our lifetime. So what's the number one thing we're going to do is, is blocking your time as investors is networking and finding deals. Okay, how else we could block our time? In my opinion, is seek out a mentor. And I get this question posed to me a lot. Well, how do you find a mentor? What do, what do I do to find... You don't never give up is what you do, okay? Because if you want to find somebody who's worth of you know being your mentor, someone who's that good, that person's not going to be available very often. Right. Right? That person's going to be busy. Yeah, absolutely. Because like, their time's know, valuable. Yeah. So if I wanted to meet with Bill Gates, how hard do you think that would be? Probably pretty, pretty freaking hard. Yeah. But, if, but you know what? If Maybe if I sent him a... Bill Gates is probably... That's, that'd be almost like you know trying to meet the, the, someone that's untouchable. But mm -hmm. someone of that caliber, if you were there at their office every day and you brought them a coffee. Maybe someone, somebody really important who you have access to somehow. You send them a Christmas card. You send them a letter every day. Hey, I really want to hang out with you. I want to know what you do. What can I do to help you? I, that's what I would do. I would, I would run all angles until I could get in front of that person and say, look, Mr. or Mrs. Super Successful Person, here's what I want to do. You tell me what you need me to do for you today. Do you need me to do your dry cleaning? Do you need me to wash your car? Right. Can, can I hang out with you for the day just to see what you do? And I just want to take some notes, and that's cool. And if you need me to go to the bathroom with you, I'll go in there and, and wipe your nose you for you. Like, what do you need from me so I can help you, and you don't have to pay me anything? You mean pay your dues and earn your keep, so to speak? That's even better than that. that, that <laughs> is, that's an education you're getting from a person who's mm -hmm. already done it mm -hmm. and, are, and is doing it. So getting a good mentor, you can get mentors online right mm -hmm. oh let me be your mentor and just pay me fifty dollars an hour and we'll talk about this or talk about that those folks aren't doing it every day if they were doing this every day and what you want to do successfully they're not teaching it right they're doing it right right so find a good mentor block that time and you know maybe spend fifteen or twenty minutes trying to find that mentor and who is that person and whatever that looks like just do it because a mentor can accelerate your learning curve and sh and shorten that, so you could become highly, highly successful in a short period. You get someone who knows you, trusts you, who's trustworthy, and who's doing what you want to do at a highly successful level. Right. All right. Another way to block your time, in my opinion, is to seek out other people that are doing what you do but not successfully not not a mentor though mm -hmm. someone a group of people who are doing this successfully and that would be like your local real estate groups you get to meet with people you meet with different attorneys and CPAs who come to these meetings you get to talk to those folks you get to throw out ideas that's where you gather information and then you take that information and 
you kind of digest it and you use the information to the best of your knowledge. You don't want to use all of it because all information is not good. Right. So being able to sift and sort through good and bad information and knowing what to use and what not to use is important. That's where a mentor can help you kind of, you know, uh, run through that maze of what's good and what's bad. And I know we've talked about this ad nauseum, but this is something else I think it's a great time to point out that this is where you, you guys you guys and gals, it's always good to know that you don't know everything and that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you got to check the ego and know that there you always want to surround yourself ideally with people that are smarter mm-hmm. than you so that you can constantly learn. When you're done learning, you're done living. So, you know. So true. Absolutely. You have to be learning based and be excited and be enthusiastic, right? So I met with a gentleman today. He had uh, he had a potential real estate deal in front of him. He wants to start doing, you know, buying properties and, and this and such. The scenario came, that came out of his mouth was like, hey, I, I'm buying this place. The seller is kind of jerking around with me, but I got it under contract for a certain price. And then they got another offer of, of X amount more, and they offered it to me. They said, look, would you pay this? And he let his emotions step in, and he said, no, I'm not going to pay that. So he let a good, he, so I told him, next time you get a deal like that, because he showed me the deal, and I said, you really made a mistake, because at the price, even the higher price, was a good deal. Oh, okay. So if you would have reached out to me, maybe we could have partnered up with the deal. Right. Maybe I, or if not even that, I would have said, I think you should jump on that, and I'll help you sell it when the time is right. You know. Okay. So where he could have came to me and said, hey, Alex, if you help me with this, I'm going to do something for you. It's not. I, I can't answer the phone because I would be on the phone all day answering questions. Hey, Alex, can you help me with this? Can you help me with this? Can mm-hmm. you help me with this? I can, but I don't have enough time. Right. So, yeah, I'm going to help you if there's something in it for me. And maybe, because sometimes I just, I'm just not available. Right. You know? Right. And you have to make it worth the time, too. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to make the juice worth the squeeze. Yeah, so that's just where you you know, finding good mentors or people that can help you, but it always can't be take, take, take. You always right. you have to be willing to give. Right, absolutely. Yeah. So I guess to summarize, so you know, to be lazy is really not to be lazy, it's to be smart, it's to work hard, very hard, mm-hmm. but work very smart by surrounding yourself with people who are smarter than you, knowing what you know and knowing what you don't know. Getting good advice from folks like your attorney, your CPA, other real estate investors, a mentor, a good contractor. These are all your team members, a good finance person. Getting all that information and running it by the proper people that need to be called. You know, you're not going to call your attorney about a contracting issue, but you're not going to call your contractor about an attorney <laughs> issue. So you don't have to pick up the phone and call everybody and say, hey guys, what does everybody think here? But to have those resources at your disposal is invaluable. So block your time, network, find deals, build your team. Don't be lazy. There's no such thing as a four-hour work week. I think there's a book out there called that. There's no such thing. I mean, it's just a fallacy. It's yeah. a... It's just a dream. It's it's not even a dream. It's insane. It's not even it's not even real. And that's it. I wanted. I just wanted to jump on that today. I wanted to talk about that because you can be lazy, but it's not going to happen unless you're lazy for all the right reasons. I think the layman, in, in a way, to like the layman terms, are it's 
like don't be lazy with things that matter because right now like we, we joked about like with social media with those types of things those really do matter right now with investing with real estate I mean they're making a big difference but if that isn't your strength find somebody to do that for you you know what I mean maybe you partner up with somebody else that you know maybe take something off their plate that they could take that off your plate and I say that because like you said with that 80-20 rule when you're focusing on properties 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 that if that's where your bread and butter is guys look for help we all need help it's life is a teamwork kind of situation so uh, don't be when you're being quote unquote lazy realistically you're focusing on what's important and looking for help and to strengthen you on the front from the outside so couldn't have said it better myself awesome I try sometimes thank you I, I, I try I swing and miss sometimes you but are, you're improving I gotta give you that well thank you sir that's all we one per one percent every day right yep just a little bit at a time <laughs> All right, uh, good sir. Anything else you'd like to sprinkle on at the end of this? Not really. We're going to talk about something more involved with um, like analyzing deals, mm-hmm. and that's going to be coming up next, so look for that one. And then two things to kind of study that we talked about, guys. Uh, the book was called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It was by Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, and it was the Pareto principle or the 80-20 rule is something else that you guys want to check out. So, um, guys, this has been this episode of Real Estate Investing with Alex Deacon. Look for us on Apple Music. I know I always say iTunes. It's probably going to be a bad habit to kick for a while, guys, and I apologize. But it's called Apple Music now. Apple Music and or any of your other favorite podcast sites. Check us out on Spreaker. DHREA.com is the website. Uh, look for Deacon Hoover anywhere. Google us, Twitter. Facebook. Uh, We're all over the place now. Uh, We thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you next time.